0: Hello Litsa. how are you, mate? Hi, Rob, I'm all right. How are you doing?
1: Yeah, can't complain. Can't complain. So I'm mega, mega excited about today's. Obviously, we had a chat about it the other week, been looking forward to this for the past few weeks. So for everybody who is watching or listening on um the podcast or on the video, what we're gonna be talking, we're gonna be talking to Litza today from unscramble me about prioritizing all right so obviously as we know that life can get a little bit hectic this can go that can go we can start a little bit here this will go to here and so on all right and then everything can take get on top of us so we've got this in today and it's gonna be like I've been looking forward to this chat so I'll hand it over to Litza if you want to give us a quick introduction about yourself who you are etc and we'll get started.
0: Yeah, sure. I will so yeah I'm Litza and I set up and Scramble Me earlier this year. And I've actually worked in big business in corporates for the last 20 years in supply chain, but um, I wanted to do something different. So now unscramble Me, it's all about helping individuals to feel better by getting organized and banishing their chaos in their lives. Um, and I also work with organizations, so with workplaces. So. Exactly the same concept with workplaces, where I do workshops, masterclasses, courses, one to ones within workplaces, and and that's all to improve people's well being through productivity and being being more effective. So yeah, that's me, and that's unscramble me. That's what I do.
1: Awesome. Are you, are you mostly face to face, or do you do online as well?
0: Yeah, so I do a mixture. Yeah. So if people are local, I can do face to face, but a lot of the work I do is is online mainly. Yes. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Awesome. So should we uh, should we get started? Yeah, get started,
0: I'll I'll share my screen with you so that you can see. So I can see. Yay. Let me know if you can there. We see go. the screen now.
1: Yep. I Got can, it? Yeah, I can see it. Yep.
0: Really? Well, we don't have any um any fancy fancy stuff here. What I'm gonna talk about is how to get the right stuff done. Um, which I hope that everybody can can resonate with. So let's chat chat away as we go, Rob. Any questions, let me know. Yeah. Uh, so we've all got a lot on our plates nowadays and our, a lot on our minds, and it can often be quite hard to focus because of all those things that we've got uh, going on, popping into our heads, all those thoughts. So you can see here an illustration of what that might feel like. And I, I think probably from chatting to you, Rob, a lot of your clients might get this feeling and feel like this and i think that working from home more and more has increased the challenge for us um, making it, it hard for us it is hard to stop procrastinating hard to not be distracted hard to prioritize and maybe even at the end of the day to stop working when we need to do when we need to stop working so i suppose it's just worth saying from my perspective that this problem isn't just confined to work um, I call it the mental clutter cloud. And if we don't have systems in our, in place in our lives, I don't mean technology systems, I mean pro- things that we do, ways that we are, um, to keep that under control, then it can lead to us missing things, dropping balls, feeling really stressed, feeling frazzled. And we all know that if you're frazzled, you don't do your best work and you're not your best self um so so that's kind of the concept that that i talk about so if we look at that from another angle i don't know if if uh if you or if any of your clients have ever expressed this to you Rob, your day starts you've got some really good intentions that you might have a couple of meetings in the diary but you might have, you've got free time you're definitely gonna go to the gym or you're definitely gonna make progress with that thing you've been meaning to make progress with but first you'll just check your emails and you get dragged in and the teams goes and you end up at the end of the day and you've not, you've not done what you mean to do.
1: Yeah. 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 This is a lot about We, we, we do speak about this as well as prioritizing as well. And it's, uh, it's sometimes it's just being busy for the sake of being busy isn't it. It's exactly. There
0: yeah exactly and that's what that quote um that quote said exactly what you've just said like it's all very good to be busy but what are you busy about what are you doing um so i've just got here a few um so what's like why does that matter um so when that happens when when we end up doing that we end up putting other people's priorities above our own priorities so we're not getting done what we need to do and we end up jumping around tasks. And actually there's been a recent study that shows that if you try to multitask, you're actually 40% less productive than just doing one thing at a time. So we feel busy like those ants, but we don't do what we need to do. And we don't feel good, we run out of time, and then we don't get to do the things that we really meant to do.
1: Yeah, I, I just jump in on that. When I, I read um, about this, I can't remember how, how long ago it was was no, no human can multitask, you think you're multitasking. But what you're actually doing is you're doing a short amount of time on this short amount of time on that short amount of time on this short amount of time on that. And you never really get into the flow of anything because it's stop, start stop, start stop, start stop, stop. Whereas if you're right, I'm just gonna work a load of time on here get 20 minutes of that out of the way okay then move on do something else for for example but you actually get a lot more done
0: yeah exactly and yeah what you describe is task switching not multitasking isn't it and actually there was another study that says if we're trying to work on a big piece of work it takes us 23 minutes on average to get into the into flow yeah if you're constantly switching you never get into that flow which is where you do your best work and get on with stuff Um so yeah completely agree on that front so I guess I'm going to show, talk to you about like three steps which you can do to help you address some of that. Um, there's loads of things, but today, you know, we've only got, got 20 minutes. We're just going to talk about three things. So first thing we're going to talk about is decoding your to-do list. And now, what I mean by that is figuring out what's really important. I'm not, I won't, I won't talk too much detail about this, but have you ever heard of Covey's Matrix?
1: So is Covey the author? Um... Brian
0: Kovic. is it Brian? Um, it's uh oh God, oh. his first name now you've you um I don't know if it is Brian. I don't think it is Brian. Look, let's let's look that. it up. Let's look it up while I'm talking about this. But he wrote. You're right. It's yeah. the old, he wrote. Say again. Stephen Covey. Stephen, Stephen Covey. Um, and he wrote The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Exactly. I mean, that's a hell of a book. It's really, really detailed. Bit bit too much detail. But this little matrix often really resonates with people. So I just wanted to, to run over it. And it's not so that we can do anything particularly detailed in our lives, but it's it's so that we can have this in mind. Um, yeah. So the idea is that things can anything, anything you've got to do will fall into one of these boxes. Um so like say you've got your heating's broken. You're not going to not fix that because it's important and it's urgent. So that falls into important and urgent box. You're going to you're going to do that. Then there are things which are important, but they're not urgent. And these can be the things that we end up not doing, even though we need to do them. So something that's that obvious that always pings into my mind is like sorting out your pensions. You know, something that's really important. What could be more important than something like that? But it's not really urgent, is it? Because it's not due next week. So that's the kind of thing that's that's in that box. Yeah. Um, then you've got the stuff which isn't really important, but it comes across as urgent, which can often be that thing about other people's priorities.
1: Yeah.
0: And then this stuff, this is you scrolling Instagram, you're messing around, um, you're doing stuff which isn't adding any value to your life. So. The whole point of this is to think about tasks when you've got them, when, you, when you're when you thinking about what you want to do. And what Covey does is he tells us what we should do with these things. So if it's important and urgent, you should do it. If it's important, but it doesn't have a deadline, you need to self-impose that deadline. So schedule, how, You know, think about when you might do it. And he's got some other ideas about can you delegate stuff, which isn't necessarily important to you, but needs doing. And then he says bin it to these tasks, These uh, these ones over here. I'm going to say limit it. I think it's unrealistic to say we're going to bin some of those things, but if we can limit it, all the
1: better. Oh yeah. Also, as well, you, you, some of them you wouldn't want to bin because they're just some of some ones where, you know, it is. Let's say it is good to waste a little bit of time in the day as well. You know, it is. You know, there is those little trivial tasks where that you do need to get stuff done. Or those little mindless activities, which actually go, you know, if I follow this mindless activity, I'm actually going to, have, it's giving me a break from do it, schedule delegate, for instance, but, yeah i i follow something like this myself um but i do more so numbers one yeah. one is i need to get done two i can only get done when that one's done and three unless that's done but obviously you do switch around a little bit but yeah i like, I like this um i like this this chart it's it's, it's it's a good way to think about it actually
0: and that's a really good point you make as well about you do something slightly different all of these things and all the stuff that you hear about and learn about nothing's going to be right for everybody and sometimes we can just take little bits from all the things that we learn about and we customize it for our lives because we're all different aren't we and we all work in different ways so um
1: yeah exactly i think the way that's i think my way that's um all categorized is, is a good way um it's it makes sense as well
0: yeah real so Knowing what all that means, it means that we can be thinking about that categorization when we come to prioritize our to-do list. It's really important to think about prioritizing, but why? Why is it important to think about prioritizing? Well, I'm gonna tell you a few things that I think what what prioritizing gives you. It gives you focus and clarity, purpose. It means you can make better decisions. Stops magpie syndrome, do you know what I mean by that?
1: going for the shiny thing all the time
0: yeah yeah you're like oh i'm doing this thing really important oh no oh that sounds fun let's go over here and do this you know it stops that when you've, you've already predefined your priorities it helps you to not procrastinate and it just gives you generally stronger time management scale. yeah I think,
1: I think on that one as well um helps create a routine as well doesn't it but um you know if you've got scheduled in on nine till ten blah 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 i do this this happens at this time and then deep down subconsciously your head your head you're in a routine as well and you know oh this is this this is this time this is when i this is when i schedule for instance my either pension or investment whatever it is is that's my 10 or 12 till uh, two is my scheduling time so yeah yes, yeah
0: definitely and you've just seen ahead in my in my mind in my presentation because i'm going to talk about scheduling as well in a second right. so you have you've ruined it rob you've ruined right. the uh you're no, really surprised but no exactly that because you can see where this is going can't you so um what i'm saying here is that how do we practically achieve it well i would say that you think about the rule of 3 so the rule of 3 it's it's all about picking your top 3 priorities every week and focusing on achieving three meaningful outcomes every day and every week so it's the idea is that you you can't do everything um so think about what's going to make you feel good so when I talk about picking your three priorities that doesn't have to be three work priorities that can be this week I'm gonna eat well um you know I'm gonna make sure I eat well every day I'm gonna make sure I get that presentation done that I know that I've got to do in two weeks time and I'm gonna do that uh, have that coffee with a friend whatever the three things are they're intentional yeah um, and you keep Kobe's matrix in mind keep those ideas in mind um, and personally, I, I make my priorities every Monday morning, um, I sit there and figure out what I'm going to do and what my three priorities are every Monday. So if you can schedule a, a regular time slot where you pick your priorities, it really helps you focus for the week. And then exactly what you've just said in terms of scheduling your time. So... Once you've got your priorities, I'm a really big fan of time blocking. So what it means is it, it takes away that need to make that decision. Um, in fact, I was talking about decision fatigue on my social media this week. So if you don't have in that moment when everything's busy and everything's going on, if you don't have to decide what am I going to do? It really makes it much more likely that you'll just get on and do it. Um, so once you've got your priorities, you have a think what is it you're going to do when and you put it in your diary um, if if you have a big task um, think about breaking that task down into steps and i'll talk about that in a second when we talk about procrastination but but really important if something seems a bit scary and a bit big then try and break it down into as smaller steps as you possibly can so what do we think job done is it as easy as that when you've done all of that what other challenges might we face once we've identified our priorities and we've uh, we've set them into the calendar are
1: you asking are you asking me I'm
0: asking you, what do you think might happen what other things might happen
1: well the, the consistency part of it in it that you go that you put it in and you don't follow it or you put it in and you get used to it and then you go oh you know i can just let this slide here and then you go oh something else has come up so you're not you're you're letting your boundaries go
0: yeah exactly that so other people distracting us and i would put that in boundaries exactly what you've just said so other people's things throwing us off track or us distracting ourselves which procrastination so again i could do a whole workshop on all these things i've just got a couple of slides on each of those things to talk through and you can tell me what you what you think but the first one in terms of other people getting in our way, I'm going to say, don't be contactable all the time. So if you are trying to work on something, switch off your notifications, set yourself to do not disturb, put your phone in another room, all those things to give yourself the best chance of just getting that thing done. Um. So so that's one of the ways. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bit of a nightmare for
1: this one. I, uh, you- oh yeah, Yeah, I'll be... I'll be doing stuff. I'll be doing some of course, I have a course making, um, writing content, and then it'll be beep, beep. And then I'll, I've got it, I'll pick it up, and then, I'm, then I'll go on to answering a message, uh, question within the group, and then I have to get back to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've, am uh, i it wasn't, it was recently that I was like, right, my phone needs to disappear for a little bit. And I think you notice a difference, and don't even want you to that. But yeah, I know, but I, I, I'm quite uh, bad for this one
0: it's really hard it's really hard to do it but if you can get into the habit and even of just saying to yourself right I know realistically I'm not going to do this all day every day but on this one time in the week I've got these three hours that I want to work on something or two hours or whatever just for that time I'll do it and then it it, it can kind of build from that
1: yeah it's a fear of missing out <laughs> it
0: is it is the fear of missing out but it's still going to be there when you get to it two exactly. hours later you know yeah um yeah So the other thing, again, with with other people distracting us is there's nothing more likely to tip us over the the edges and add to that mental clutter cloud than agreeing to do something that you just really don't want to do and you wish you'd said no to. So I guess my point of this slide is to practice saying no. And I don't mean being a petulant child on this stuff. What I mean is just think about when someone asks you something, say it's your manager at work, Have a think about how in your words you can push back a little bit on that if you think you don't have time for it and you're not going to be able to achieve it. So these I'm not going to read these out, but these are some examples of how I would say in my litzer words um, how to say no to something you don't want to do so. A really good exercise is to just practice, practice saying some of these out loud sounds stupid, but it's the only way to make yourself feel confident to to push back in those situations when they do arise. Then the next thing we said that could get in our way is procrastination. So, you know, the key to success is action. It's doing, it's not planning, it's doing. And when we get stuff that we want to get done, done, it makes us feel so good um there's a really good book called eat that frog um if anyone hasn't read it i'd really suggest you have a little look at it it's a really small book it's an easy to digest one and he talks about doing the thing the big thing first um so i've got a little couple of tips here on how to combat procrastination so you've already identified your three priorities and then that thing i just mentioned before about how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time to so break down those big tasks into tiny, small, small steps. Um, as we've already said, turn off your distractions and just have a go at doing one little step at a time, because that takes away the fear. The reasons we procrastinate are we're scared. Don't think we're going to be able to do something we might find it boring, something we don't want to do, might not know what to do, and um, so all these things can help us to combat. And then, what else? Well, especially again, like I said before, like working with working from home and the lines blurred, we can really often neglect our whole self. And when your ba- battery is empty, you're exhausted, you're worn out. You're more likely to be distracted tired annoyed annoyed at yourself for wasting time and if you imagine yourself you know your battery is full your mind is sharp your body feels alive then you're really going to do a much better job of everything i'm going to guess this is something that resonates with with you rob and something that the kind of thing that you work on with your clients
1: yeah to be honest most of this what you're saying is is literally exactly what we what we speak as well and, and this battery thing this is one of the points that we say is you know obviously exercise creates energy and um, if you're tired it's probably not because of you're working too hard you're not it's because of this it's probably because you're not doing any of the things that you need to do for yourself whereas you, you know you're not getting out you're not getting into you're not getting outside you're not exercising and exercise breeds energy whereas doing nothing breeds a lack of energy and another thing i do talk about with with the batches as well is your batch is more full first at the beginning of the day so you know while you know you haven't got decision decision fatigue you haven't got everything coming in you haven't got things playing against your willpower and if you know that you and i spoke about speak with and speak frog eat frog um many many times in the group as well i would say look your hardest thing which is probably going to be exercise get out of the way early because then you've already got that success and it's while your batches are still full and then while everything else you haven't got to get to at five o'clock in the evening someone goes oh do you want to go for a do you want to go for a drink or some food and you're like oh god all exercise drink our food all exercise drink our food oh
0: let's go for food yeah yeah completely completely so yeah i think um a couple of a couple of bits that you've already just mentioned so um even just getting outside for some fresh air for, a, if, if it, for some fresh air if nothing else can really make a massive difference and actually there was some research done which showed and again you'll you'll probably be more in the knowledge about this but even just a walk boosts people's short-term memory so the study they did showed that people would learn something those that then went for a walk they had better recall of the stuff they learned after the walk than those who didn't go on a walk, which is quite incredible, really, isn't it? That our body and mind are so interlinked in that way.
1: It's amazing, isn't it? But doing doing something positive it gives you positive benefits back.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. And if you're thinking, you know, you've got a lot to do, you've got working, you can do some things like walking one to ones. You've got a one to one with a with a colleague, earphones in. You don't always have to be looking at your screen, quite likely both of you go for a walk and have your one-to-one while you're walking you're not taking any extra time out of your calendar that's another another tip of a way to do stuff um the second thing I've got on here is there's four of these little tips I've got loads but I'm just picking four for today um and that is to schedule your life admin so a lot of us have a lot going on and you know whether we're booking kids into clubs replying to school emails um organising you know booking a table for dinner for next week sorting out someone's birthday present whatever it might be all that life admin it can really distract us and stop us from getting into flow um so one sort of tip that i use with my clients is block out 30 minutes twice a week whatever everyone's different so whatever time you need where well, you dedicate it to getting stuff done in terms of life admin so by kind of putting all those tasks together, it stops it jumping into your mind. Again, with the exercise, you know, oh, I know I know, I need to go do my exercise, but I really need to sort out X, Y, Z or work. You know, you're trying to work on something and you, it's jumping into your head. So by by scheduling that just as you would work, work stuff, then it will help you to, to get ahead. You're not going to be last minute and all those things. Meal plan. Well... I think it's pretty well documented that meal planning, as well as at the moment, who couldn't do with saving some money um, and saving time, um, it helps to eat more healthily. You always, you know, grab the easiest thing, don't you? So if you've planned it and it's there, you're going to eat more healthily. So really, trying to get into routine um, of doing your meal planning at the same time every week. You can tag it onto something else, ideally. So maybe your kid goes swimming lessons you could do your meal planning while they're in the swimming lesson whatever it is um can really make a massive impact on how we how our energy is and then your environment so this is a bit of a funny one but i have found that it's quite important if you've got a desk and you're working in an area that's a complete mess you're not going to feel like you can get on with stuff and, and and work on the right things and be in the right place so I don't know, Rob. Which of those numbers is your desk like? Two. So that again, sorry, you just cut out when you said that. Two. Two. Okay, you're pretty tidy then. Okay, very good. So for those who don't have a tidy desk, take ten minutes, give your desk a bit of a tidy and a clean, and you'll feel in the right mind space.
1: So what are your thoughts on this? Because I was was it was it a podcast I was listening to the other day? Whereas I can't have a mega tidy desk. I need a bit of where I know things are. Mm-hmm. And if it gets too much, I tidy, whereas a tidy up, and then a few minutes later, it'll be back to where it is. What, and I suppose this is probably the same for thinking, but if you need a bit of clutter and you know that you work better with a little bit of clutter or organized chaos that that's but it's, it's about finding where I was reading I was watching, like, was it a podcast? I can't remember what it was, but there was like, you know, you've got to find which one you work better with because there's some people have it messy, tidy up, and then I'll go, Oh, God, where, where, where's all this? Where's all that? Whereas some people then have it messy and go, yeah, it's not until you've done it a few times that you find you that's what you probably work a little bit better with as i'm looking around this paper
0: <laughs> it's uh, of course as we've said before it's what works for you however i don't believe for one minute that there's anyone who works better when they can't find the stuff they need to find it's yeah, exactly. so we'll more about that so if you like to have a pile of your client notes on the desk because you know that they're there and they're absolutely fine of course that the key is being able to find the stuff you need to find it's not about how much stuff you've got um so yeah i suppose that's probably what we should clarify isn't it is what works for you and being able to find stuff
1: yeah whereas once once everything's tidy i'm like oh where's this where's that where's i know when i'm when i'm doing it i'll be be right in here i be putting that there. I'll be doing this. I'll be bringing something else back in. Yeah. The entire I'm like, where's this? Where's that? Oh God, where's this? You know, and and that's exactly what this what, what I was listening to the other day was said about. It. It's it's finding that thing, and it, you know, it, and that's exactly what you've said there about addressing your environment, making your environment work for you instead of against you.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and about having a system that works for you. So if you're finding you need to find, you're constantly needing to get stuff and the stuff you need to get is in a file which is at the top of a, a folder of, you know, high up and then you're having to get a step like get again. It's about making the systems where you're thinking, what do I need to access regularly? Okay, there are these things I need to access regularly. So let's put them in a place that's easily accessible. What do I look at once a year? Well, they can go on top of the wardrobe. Yeah. Setting up your environment for success in that way. Yeah, awesome. So, I'm sorry I think you'll see my little there you go set reminders for stuff so you don't forget it that's popping up on my screen there um so my key takeaways from this just to summarize um what we've talked about decode your to-do list think about your priorities try and implement some of those tools that we spoke about to combat that procrastination and distraction get outside every single day control your life admin so it's all batched together meal plan can't even begin to tell you the number of benefits from meal planning and have a, a tidy desk have a, have a tidy up um, So, they're the kind of key things that we went over so um I've, I've emailed this to you rob actually so hopefully you can share it um, share it with your um your guys i've got oh. a little pdf which is uh, five habits for an organized life which has got some more ideas like this in there that they can they can grab from there um, and then here's just a little summary of, of what I do, which is what I spoke about earlier on in the session. Um, and anyone can can get in touch if they want to talk about it more.
1: Awesome. Happy days. Thank yeah, you. That's that brilliant. Really, really enjoyed, enjoyed that. Some very, very good uh, takeaway points. And yeah, it's uh, easy, manageable things to do. And, you know, but it's, it's, it also obviously goes with a lot with what we say, but you know, you sort everything out, Sort everything out. Everything becomes a little bit easier. You create the routine, just schedule. When you are going to train? You schedule this, you schedule everything. And, you know, you take away a lot of it. So you take away a lot of the decision fatigue, don't you? But, oh, I've got two things coming in at once. Well, actually, no, I can wait because I know I've got this, I can do this, I can do this, you know, especially in that book, Eat That Frog is, I think it's a brilliant, I think it's a brilliant book. I've read that, I think maybe two or three times. um, Yeah absolutely awesome mate um, yeah. and then what i'll do is as i said i'll put it all up um, and with the links and that um, and i'll stop the recording in a second and we'll have a quick chat all right bye okay.